Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Niall, thanks for coming in. It's wonderful to to see you in real life because I only see you through my phone uh, and I see the work you've done in Thailand, which is kind of the first place. I, I suppose I kind of know you in reverse. I found you on Instagram. I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. What's this Irish guy doing? And then I was like, went back to I went, oh, that's Niall Harvison. Okay, you know what I mean? It kind of went that way. Do you often find people that is how they got to know you or do they know you from your, I don't know, your your previous life? No, I'd say maybe 95% of people, especially in England and different people, haven't a clue that I even would, they don't even know what part of Ireland I'm from, which is right. great. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to just be known as a sort of the dog guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so look, you've written a book, which we'll we'll get talking about, which is called Hope, How Street Dogs Taught Me the Meaning of Life. Why the book and and why this whole journey into Thailand, into street dogs, and where did it all come from? Geez, a long story. Um, well, I, I, I grew up in Ireland, and then you know I worked in the corporate world here in Ireland, very much in media business, yep. same as this. And um, I just got sick of it. I got burnt out, and I always had a drinking problem. Uh, suffered from depression and anxiety, and I just had to get out of Ireland to be honest, because I found the short days in the winter right the pubs the drinking yeah. culture so I tried was Thailand. it breaking a cycle as well like yeah. yeah I mean I thought I just thought I'd have a better chance of getting away from the drink and stuff like that if you know if you're walking down I was just looking at the pubs walking down the road there and they're they're tempting on a sunny are, day you aren't know? They? <laughs> like no matter what and now they have all these outdoor areas because yeah. of COVID they've, they've become a thing now as well so yeah no I can understand that and then was it Thailand straight away or were you just going to, I'm just going to get out of Ireland? No, Thailand. I had a friend who lived there and I'd been a couple of times and it's just, it's beautiful weather. It's cheap. It's, mm. the people are very friendly and then fell in love with the dogs when I got over there. I actually took my own dog, Snoop, from here all the way over oh, to Snoop Thailand. Snoop came with, with you. you. I yeah, didn't yeah, realise yeah. Snoop was actually your dog. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole world of discussion and, and, and conversation there. But let's fast forward to you arriving with Snoop in Thailand. Were dogs the kind of mission at this point or was this just I'm just going to get set up going to find myself a little bit of work or whatever yeah so what actually happened was I I went over there to get away from the drink and everything and I actually fell into it worse because there was nobody to sort of look after me yeah yeah and I actually ended up in ICU for three three days because like I nearly drank myself to death basically and Valium I got addicted to and uh, just a really bad cycle but it actually turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me because I was lying, lying in the hospital bed um and I thought I was dead, like genuinely. I was, I was like, this is me. And I was like, Jesus, what have I done in my life? Like, you know, nothing. Meaning nobody's ever going to remember, or, mm. you know. So I said to myself, if I, if I live through this somehow, I'm going to go and do something meaningful. So, But that wasn't decided, was it? No, it was just like, first of all, I wanted to get, I, I was thinking of you to Snoop. get well. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking of Snoop. I was like, Jesus, he's been with me through thick and thick. If I die... I've left him on his own. So mm. he got me out of the hospital bed. And then slowly, it took about a year, but slowly I started feeding street dogs and the journey started from there. Okay, well, the journey has been documented on, on your Instagram and your TikTok. And when I look at it, I suppose in some ways I kind of see the edited version. I, I see, obviously, you need to make your point quickly at social media. You need to get the, the story out and you need to create the likes and the follows and everything that will support what it is you want to do. But I can just imagine what goes on and the work you have to do to get us those video pieces. Like, it can't be as simple as it seems. It is like the stories, you know, on Instagram stories, like that's just me on my phone just following myself around the day. And it's it's unbelievable the stuff that I see. Like, you'll see a dog that's been shot or a dog that's run over or 
very sad stuff in fairness mm. but like I will kind of edit that I don't want people to be waking sure, up with their cornflakes looking at you know a, a dog with its head mangled or something so mm. I try and bring out their characters and their their um, little personalities and because nobody wants you know I just when I started I was like God there's a lot of bad news in the world there's you know yep. cost of living crisis and wars and Covid was on at the time I was like how could I turn this into a positive and I just I didn't I didn't really think it. I, th- I thought it was just going to be sort of families and friends and, you know, a bit of me following the dogs. I genuinely had no big grand plans for it. And then just people sort of, I don't know, it became a part of their daily routine. It definitely is. It is part of mine. Yeah. And I, I so agree with you. Like, I mean, I think promoting and it's not difficult. There's so much more good in the world than bad. And we are fed the bad all the time. And we click it and we consume it. And therefore, the people in power in media companies go, well, here's some more then. Whereas I genuinely believe like there's so much more positive in the world than there is negative. Like 90, 10, like even more than that, possibly. And things like you do, like is it's a prime example of that. But I think people are dying to say, like I've been on walks in the UK and people come up and say exactly that. They're like, Jesus, it's positive. And I just want to visit positivity in my life. And they do kind things. And like, yeah, like... I, I actually stopped with um, consuming, you know, news and sure. especially Twitter. I just, I was like, I'm in the middle of the jungle feeding dogs. How does this, you know, how does the Republican American election, election affect me? Yeah. You know, I yeah. just, I'm here in the middle of the jungle. Enjoy the sun and look after the dogs. So yeah. trying to focus on the positive in life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Dave Moore on Today FM. Well, I saw you recently on uh, one of the UK TV shows. And when you went downstairs, there were dogs that you had rescued there. How were they in the UK? Well, a lot of them, I like try and find homes for them. So I've rehomed 65 now and they go to countries like England. Uh, none in Ireland yet. I'll need to correct that. And is that difficult to, to, to get a dog across borders? It is paperwork wise, but mm. it's not massive. Like it costs about two grand okay. all in with tests and, you know, rabies and flights and all that. And then it takes about three months in a nutshell. Yeah. So you're not going to, I'm not going to fix the street dog problem with that, but it's nice to get some of them homes. The and ones in the UK were, I've rehomed, I think six there, but I was on the TV and it surprised me behind my back. They'd all gone and arranged. That's meet up. so nice. And then I, they were like, oh, come out here with something. To, you know, somebody wants you to sign something or something. And I walked out and the dogs were there and they'd come from like Glasgow and Wales and all around the UK. And I, I'd like, I was flabbergasted. Like I just broke down. I couldn't believe it. Mm. But to see the dogs, as you said, that you've rescued, that you've given a chance, that you've managed to get to loving homes and then to see them in front of because you, presumably your attitude is, well, I'll never see this dog again. Okay, you might get a picture or a video or whatever, but you're never going to physically yeah. be in that space with that dog again that you've rescued. There was, there was one of them, Whacker, he's on the front of Whacker the Whacker on the, yeah, I see him here. I, yeah. I was going to go and visit him because I, I loved him so much. He had a big whack down his head. That's yeah. what it's called, Whacker. Whacker. And, uh, then he, I think Wacker's like a Dublin thing, isn't it? Like a, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, totally is, yeah. But um, so he had a big cut. So I really was going to go and see him no matter what. So the fact that he was here there as a surprise, I was just blown away. I just I had a real connection with him. Mm. And you do, of course, with all the dogs. And how many have you got living with you now? Uh, there's about 15 on the land, which is where I look after them. Yeah. Then we feed 800 every day around the island. So 800 we, yeah, dogs. But that's volunteers. I cook the food sure. and then get the food out to them. So... It's getting a bigger and bigger operation. Well, yeah, well, you need to hire. Are you, are you potentially yeah. putting out, like, you know, if yeah, you want to come and feed street dogs in Thailand, Niall's the man to talk to? It is. I'm a bit over, overwhelmed on that front at the moment. It's more I just need to get set up with uh, legalities. Of and course. Insurance and stuff like that. But yeah, people are mad to come out and help the dogs. Incredible. It's good for the soul, you know. Yeah, it absolutely is. Well, look, let me ask you five quick fire questions to wrap up the interview, if that's okay. Uh, silly ones, top of your head. Don't think about them, just answer. And uh, number one is, what would you like to be known definitively as the best at in the entire world? 
Oh, dogs. Dogs. Yeah. Just want to be the best at dogs. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, who's the most famous person in your phone? Maybe, geez, it's not nobody that famous it's at gotta all. It's got to be someone from the media days yeah, even, maybe. maybe, like, or, maybe uh, like, or actually, no, who slid into your DMs? Maybe even that. Is there anybody that you've gone, wow, I didn't know Matthew McConaughey cared about street dogs in, uh, in Jennifer, Thailand? Jennifer Aniston and uh, the, the, one of the superhero guys, Chris Evans. Is Chris it? Evans. They, they like some of the posts. Okay, that's pretty good. I'll, yeah, I'll that, take that. I'll they're take not that. in my phone book. No, though, sure. But, but yeah. I, I will go with it. <laughs> Definitely. Jennifer Aniston and Chris Evans <laughs> yeah, is great. Yeah. Um, think back to when you were in school. They say around second class, seven, eight years old. You open up your lunchbox. What was in it? We did. We got fed at school, and it was always um, pizza or meat and chicken. And there was a there was a different meal every day. But wow. I'd sort of where was this in Belgium? In Belgium, you grew up in Belgium. Yeah, right? yeah, so you were in school. So you were yeah. school, proper school meals. Proper school lunch, yeah. Okay, all right. Who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? You don't even have to know them. Who would look after you? Like a oh, I'd rather have a cool head. Mm. Probably like. Uh, Probably Alex Ferguson or Obama. Somebody like just who could take charge and be like, right, this is what we're doing. That's a great shout. A yeah. strategist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Love that. And uh, finally, because I don't, do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes. Definitely. I'd give them a good wash. Yeah. Why? Some of it, like it doesn't really get all the way down to the feet. Sure. So, like maybe three quarters of the way and a bit of a rub and then sort of <laughs> like a shimmy. <laughs> Listen, you're doing more than I am. I'll give you that much. And you're certainly doing more for the street dogs of Thailand and dogs all over the world. Now, thanks for coming in. Hope How Street Dogs Taught Me the Meaning of Life is Niall's book. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Thanks for coming. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.